0: You're listening to Words of Encouragement, the preaching ministry from the pulpit of the First Baptist Church of Winsboro. I'm Pastor Craig Beeman, and it's good to have you listening today. We're going to be looking at what fruit are you bearing? That's the question I'm asking this morning. We're looking at Matthew chapter 7, verse 15. Grab a Bible, Matthew chapter 7, verse 15, and let's join in the sermon right now. Today, I'm going to talk about Fruit-bearing. Fruit-bearing. What fruit are you bearing? Have you ever noticed that there is behavior and then there is behavior? Uh, Let me clear up what I'm talking about. What I mean is there are people who do the right thing because it is the way that they live and they have a desire to do the right thing. Then there are others who do things for appearance' sake. Their heart is really not in it, but they do it, and it looks good. And some people actually receive it as, "Oh, well, that's who they are." But then there are others who have discerning spirits who look and say, "Ah, but I've something smells fishy here. Almost too good. Ah, uh, something's not right." In both kinds of people, I think others can notice if a person is truly dedicated to a cause, their cause or not. If you are able and willing, I'm going to ask you to stand in honor of the reading of the word of God from Matthew's gospel. We'll be looking at verses 18 through 20, but we will look at some other verses also Bible says a good tree cannot produce bad fruit, nor can a bad tree produce good fruit. And every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So then you will know them by their fruits. May God bless the reading of his word to each of our hearts this morning. You may be seated. This is a, those were verses from a passage of Scripture, and we're going to look at the passage of Scripture this morning. In verse 15, uh, we have a warning here. It says, Beware of the false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. Now, what Jesus is talking about here is being careful in regard to those who claim to be truthful but are not, who claim to share and teach the truth but do not. False prophets promote the broad way that leads to destruction. False prophets are those who speak for and about God without a call or approval from God. They appear to be good but inside they are not. They come in the innocent clothing of sheep, but inside they are as ravenous or starving wolves ready to get something out of what they're doing, ready to obtain something for themselves. But I want us to look at this passage in a little different light this morning. I want us to look at it ...in regards to how we live. Now, now I don't think any of us would say we're false prophets. Oh, none of us are false prophets. None of us teach things that are not from the Word of God. Or or do we? Sometimes we may appear to others as being godly... and, ...and yet inside we're not. Our intention may not be right our uh, maybe other actions that we perform outside of this building may say something other than we belong to the Lord. We're one of His children. And people watch and they say, yes, that's why I don't go to church, because there's hypocrites in that there church. So I don't want to be a part of that. Well, I haven't found any place where there aren't hypocrites. So I really don't know how you can help people to understand that, look, we're, we're a church of Christ followers seeking to follow Him and there are times when we choose other than what God would have us to choose. We have that ability to choose to sin and when we do, I hope that you will watch us and we will make it right. We will ask forgiveness. We will do something about it. We will not continuously live in that sin. But I want us to take this and to look at ourselves, those of us who are children of God, those of us who have accepted Christ into our hearts, we do not need to appear to be godly, we need to be godly. And if there was something I could instill in your hearts, if I could make us all be godly, I would do that. But then that doesn't really work out in the long run because you... you, you You would have been made to be that way and you would not have chosen to be that way. And God wants people who have freely chosen him, who have freely chosen to live the path that he sets before them. Look at verse 16 and 17. You will know them by their fruits, these false prophets he's speaking of. Grapes are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor figs from thistles, are they? So every good tree bears good fruit, but the bad tree bears bad fruit. Now, my goodness, what a revelation that is. And yet, how much truth is in that that we can gain this morning and walk with and live with? What is it that he's saying here? The good tree bears good fruit. The bad tree bears bad fruit. That's the way it is. There should not be an in-between. There should not be a, a good tree who suddenly produces bad fruit. And then goes back to producing good fruit. And then a good tree produces good fruit. The way people will be able to tell if you are who you make yourself to appear will be by their watching you over a long period of time. If you claim to be a follower of Christ, then you have placed a target on yourself. So be careful. If you want people to watch you, then say, I'm a Christian. Let people know that you belong to a family of faith. Let them know that you claim Christ as your Savior. Put a target on yourself if if you are willing to have people watch you. Because they will watch you and they will be watching how you live as you claim to be a follower of Christ. All who know what you claim about yourself will be watching your actions. They will be listening to your words. They will see if it kind of matches up with the little they know about who God is and about who Jesus is. They will be watching your reactions they will be taking note of all that you do. They will want to know if you truly are what you say you are. Now, some of us have run across some people that we have discovered are truly who they say they are. Over the long haul, over the long, over a long period of time, you've watched their lives. You've watched how they've lived. You've watched how they act and react. You watch how they consistently live and... If they claim to be a Christian, you will more than likely stamp them in your mind as being a follower of Christ. But if, in fact, you watch them and they have claimed to follow Christ and they do not live that out, and for a long, consistent period of time, you're watching, you're thinking, Well, no, I just don't know. I'm beginning to have some doubts here. Because a good tree will produce good fruit. Now, I don't want to discard those moments that some of us as true Christians fall into sin for a long period of time. That's why I say you've got to consistently live the way you claim you are in order to give evidence of who you are. There are some who fall into sin, the Bible tells us, and they may live in there for a while. But the Bible has a lot of instruction as to those who are spiritual, Galatians, to come alongside of those who have fallen into sin and to pick them up, to bring them out of that. The church has a responsibility to each other, to take care of each other if we fall into sin. But these people that are watching us, watching you, if you claim to be a Christian, they're looking, they're watching. And they will watch and to see... And see if you are kind when the opportunity arises to be kind. Grapes do not come from fig trees. And misplaced anger should not come from one of God's children. God's children bear the fruit of the Spirit. The kindness, the love, the peace, the joy, the goodness, the self-control, the patience, and the gentleness. All fruits of the Holy Spirit of God who dwells in the heart of every believer. You have these seeds. You have the seeds of these fruits inside of you. Those seeds have... they can't Look, when the Holy Spirit came inside of your heart to dwell and set up a home, start laying a foundation, He's not setting up a tent because He's not leaving. He's building a home in your heart if you've asked Christ into your heart. The Holy Spirit comes in and with Him He brings... If you really need a picture drawn, I, I, we can put it this way. The Holy Spirit brings a little bag. And when He comes in to live, you know, He brings his, uh, what He needs with Him. And He comes inside li- of your heart to live. And when He does, He opens that bag. And in that bag, there are the seeds of these fruits. So the seeds are there. They're there to so anyone who says, Well, Brother Craig, I just don't have the gift of patience. I just don't have the gift of gentleness. It's just how, and this is when I shudder, it's just how God made me. And I think, oh, but God, (laughs) in his wisdom and in his love and in his seeking to make you more like his son Jesus has planted in your heart the seeds of these fruits. So you do have them. Oh, but no. Yes, you do. But it's a seed. And the seed must be sown. And the seed must grow. It must be allowed to grow. And you must work that seed of patience and allow it to grow. That seed of gentleness and allow it to grow. That seed of forgiveness and allow it to grow. These things need to grow inside of us if we are children Of God, So the Holy Spirit of God is inside of every believer. And every believer has the seeds of the fruit of the Spirit. Now these seeds do need to grow. Well, how do we do this? We read the Word of God. Oh my goodness. We read, we open up the Word of God. We allow ourselves some time with our Heavenly Father. Together we meet with Him over His Word. And we ask, dear God, through the power of your Holy Spirit, speak to me. And we read and we spend time in prayer with him and we begin to water these seeds. Do you realize as you read the words of scripture, the water of scripture starts uh, watering those seeds. We begin to understand through the Holy Spirit, his word as we read it. And we realize, oh, 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 (laughs) we're to love our enemies. Oh my goodness, I don't know about that. Well, now that you know you, you're told to do that, what do you do with that? You're responsible for that information, so there it is. But you grow, you water these seeds. The, opportun- the opportunity, another opportunity for them to grow will come when you have those life experiences where you must exercise that seed of kindness or of patience. Of long-suffering. I, I, I still love the way the King James says that. Long-suffering. That's just a good word. We say patience, but oh, suffering long. That's, that's, that's really what it is. Uh, just have some patience. Well, just suffer a little more. Just suffer a little longer. Now, that's reality. Tell me that. Don't tell me to have patience. You're going to have to suffer a little longer, Brother Craig. The doctor will get with you soon. I'm waiting at the time, at the time that seed grows. That's when others will see the fruit that it bears. That's when they will begin to see, oh, oh, they do have some long suffering inside of them. They do have patience. Oh, they do have kindness. Oh, they do have a gentle spirit. Look at how they handle that situation. I wasn't sure They said they believed in Jesus. They said they followed Jesus, but I just wasn't too sure. But now when that seed bears fruit, they can see it. They may be recipients of of its fruit. Remember, they cannot see the seed inside of you. They cannot see that it's inside of you. You may say you are kind, but until that kindness is shown, it's really hard for people to believe that you're kind. They've got to see it. Oh, well, I'm so kind. I'm the kindest person in Franklin Parish. Really? Well, what? why did you get so angry when you were in that line at Walmart yesterday? I saw you. You were just like, the kind way to put it, you were blessing out the, that lady, the checkout person. Why were you doing that? That just seems, that doesn't, <laughs> I don't understand. You say you're the kindest person in Franklin Parish, but then that's. What, I saw that, so I don't know what to do with that. We've, we need to be aware of who we are and how we live and to cultivate that seed, to get that, to get that seed growing, to allow it to be shown. Until that seed grows and shows, no one can tell if you have the fruit of kindness. They're not going to see it unless they see it on display, unless they see it in action. So remember, you can claim it all day. You can, you can be like a false prophet and claim a lot of things and talk about a lot of truth, but until you put it into action, until people see it in your lives, they have no reason to believe what you say. Now, who are, the, who are supposed to be the most honest people in the world? Who would you say are to be the most honest people in the world? Somebody following me? Preachers? Oh, no. Christians, Christians, we ought to be the most honest people, the most uh, look, truthful people there are. If, if people can't rely on someone in this world to tell the truth, to do the right thing, to treat others kindly, to forgive, if we if people cannot count on us, who are they going to find? Who are they going to be able to count on? They're looking, they're watching. And they're looking at us and they're watching us. So if you are a child of God, you will bear good fruit. If you're not a child of God, then the fruit you bear will be bad. If you are not a child of God, you will not be one who is contributing to that which is truly good and holy. What kind of tree are you? A good one or a bad one? It seems very simple, but it's something to think about today. It's something to consider. What kind of tree are you? A good one or a bad one? The second thing that I see in this passage of Scripture, the nature of the fruit that is produced. Look at verse 18. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit, nor can a bad tree produce good fruit. Now, see what he did there? Verse 17, he says, every good tree bears good fruit. But then he says in 18, a good tree cannot produce bad fruit. Now this is on a continual basis, a continual basis of activity. This is a this is a, on a on a over a long period of time. A good tree cannot bear produce bad fruit continually. Jesus makes the distinction here that that tree that will produce good is producing fruit of its own kind. Good tree, good fruit. It will produce outside. From what is on the inside. Now that we'll preach. (laughs) The fruit that it produces comes from what's on the inside. So if Jesus is inside of you, what you're going to produce, the, the words you're going to speak, the way you're going to live is going to be in such a way that shows Jesus. And the opposite is true. This a good tree cannot produce something it is not able to produce. The tree cannot produce bad fruit unless it is a bad tree. When a person is consistently and continually impatient, unloving, unkind, out of control, then a conclusion will be made by others about that person. They will conclude that that person is not good because they are always unloving, unkind, out of control, and impatient. They might even go as far as to decide that to decide that, that person is not A Christian, notice, this is not a person who is temporarily being impatient, unkind, and out of control. This is a person who is, over the long haul, being impatient, unkind, and out of control. Listen, as long as a Christian can make choices, there will be some who do not make the right choices. I personally do not like that, but I also know there's nothing I can do about that. If I could police the world, oh boy, Suzanne shudders to think of what world we would live in. (laughs) What kind of world would we... I, I would have to follow everybody all day long. Drive you nuts. Drive everybody crazy. But as long as Christians can make choices, there will be some who make wrong choices. Again, what we're looking at is over the long haul. Over time, a good tree will consistently produce good fruit, and a bad tree will consistently produce bad fruit. The true nature of a person will come to the surface over time. I pray your true nature is that of one who has been saved and is following Jesus. That's what I pray. Notice in verse 19. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Well, now that doesn't sound exciting. Those who do not bear good fruit are cut down, thrown into the fire. Jesus is speaking to those who have not accepted him as their Savior and Lord. Eventually, this is what was going to happen. To those who have not done that, who are not living, who are not living with Christ in their hearts, who have not been changed, who have not become a new creature in Christ, they will be cut down and thrown into the fire. Look at verse 20. So then, you will know them by their fruits. The conclusion of the matter here is, so then, you will know them by their fruits. How they live on a consistent base matters. basis matters. To a large degree, it reveals who they are. If they say they know Christ, and they are bearing the fruits of the Spirit on a consistent basis over time, then you can almost be sure you've got a brother, you've got a sister in Christ. And you can tell, you will know. Look at verse 21. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven will enter. Jesus emphasizes his point again. You can say all you want, but until you live out what you declare yourself to be, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. This living out of your faith, this living out of your faith does not... Prove to God that you're his child, but it proves to you that you are his child. Because you understand God knows if you accepted Christ into your heart. He knows that. He knows if you meant it. He knows if it's real. He knows if He is if He is easily able now to make you into the likeness of Christ. He knows. He's aware. This living out of our faith is so that we will know and we will understand, yes, I have a desire to do what God wants me to do. I have a desire to be kind. I have a desire to tackle that long-suffering someday and be able to wait and listen as another person tries to argue with me. Let them just get it all out. I've found that's one of the most, that is one of the most satisfying things to be able to do when someone is arguing with you just wait let them get it all out hey cuz they sure want to you know they sure want to prove their point to you just let it get it let them get it all out wait till they're through and note things that they've said and say okay well help me understand why you think this help me understand why you see this this way and I know, you're, you're looking at me thinking, but Brother Craig, in the heat of the moment, I just want to tackle them. I want to I wanna fight back. I want to, I want to, I got to, yeah, I know. I know how you feel. I've been there. But what we need to learn is to have that patience, you know, water that seed of patience and let it grow inside of us to a point where when somebody's going after us, we just wait. Now, we don't wait with a smirk on our face. We don't wait, you know, we wait with a kind look on our face. But we simply wait with interest and listen to them. But, Brother Craig, I know what they're going to say. They say the same thing. Every... Let them get it out. Let them get it out. Many times people just want to be heard. You know, did, have you found that to be true? They just want to be heard. So let them be heard. Use the patience that God has given to you as a born again believer. Let it happen. Let it happen. But this, when you exercise this, you're going, you're, you'll be showing yourself, oh, I'm growing. Oh, look. <laughs> look, I'm growing. I'm, 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 I'm becoming more like Christ. This is incredible. Look at this. I exercised some patience today. Wow. It's exciting to see the fruits of the Spirit. Be, uh, ...be produced in our lives. It's exciting. Look at verses 22 and 23. Many will say to me on that day... ...Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name... ...and in your name cast out demons... ...and in your name perform many miracles... And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. There will be a lot of folks who appear to be safe in the family of God. They will work hard in the church. They will be people you can count on. But behind all that they do, their intentions just might not be right. They're not members of the family of God, but they seem like it because they're such hard workers and they're always there. They have good attendance. Jesus says he will say to them, Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. You see, the thing is, we cannot get anything over on God. We cannot pull the wool over the eyes of the Lord. He knows our heart. He knows our heart. He knows if we're being truthful. He knows if we mean what we say, if we mean how we live. He knows. So what kind of tree are you? A good one or a bad one? What is the fruit? What is the fruit that you're producing? Think about that this week. Think about it today. Think about what fruit you are producing. Is it good? Is it bad? Maybe today, maybe today you need to say, Look, I I think I need this Jesus. I need him in my heart. I need to be forgiven of my sins. I want, him, I want to walk away from those sins. I want to repent, turn away from those sins. And I want Christ to be in charge of my life. I've realized that I cannot live this life without the help of God. Maybe that's where you are today. Maybe today you want to give your heart to Christ. You want to say, look, I want to be one of those good trees. I want to make a difference in this world that I live. I want to walk with Christ. Thank you for joining us for Words of Encouragement. The preaching ministry from the pulpit of the First Baptist Church of Winsboro. It is a very interesting question and a question we all need to think about. What fruit are we producing? What fruits of the Spirit are evident in our lives? Something to think about today. Remember, you matter to God and to us at the First Baptist Church of Winsboro.